0: Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash.
1: From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery. The stock market is advancing, recovering some of last week's steep declines. A private survey shows U.S. manufacturing expanded in April for the second straight month, suggesting that factories are adapting to a strong dollar and economic weakness overseas. After the report, traders lowered their expectations for higher interest rates in June. Crude oil is falling for a second day as Iraq's exports approached a record high in April. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day. Dow Industrial Average is up 129 points shortly before the closing bell. That's a gain of three-quarters of a percent, trading at 17,903. S&P 500 up 17.78 of a percent to 2,082. The NASDAQ is up 45 points, a gain of 1%, trading at 4820. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil down a dollar a barrel, 2.2% to 44.91. Spot Gold up $1.90 announced at $12.92.40. Ten year Treasury down 8.30 seconds with a yield of 1.86%. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're
0: listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio.
2: New rules. New rules governing the responsibility of the individuals that manage your money. Let's find out what these new rules mean to you. Noel Gofarb is a financial advisor for National Financial Network. He is a CFA charter holder and is a certified professional when it comes to retirement income. Noel, thanks very much for coming into the studio. Much appreciated. Thank you very much for having me. So tell us a little bit
0: about these new fiduciary rules. This is coming from the Department of Labor, correct? That is correct. Uh, the DOL, yeah, they put out a one thousand odd page ruling. Uh, it's very technical, actually, and and many firms are reviewing that as we speak to kind of figure out exactly how that's going to affect uh, advisors and investors. Because what happens is um, there are there's a lot of money out there, a lot of money in qualified plans, four hundred one ks, four hundred three bs, and down the road these these monies. Uh, will most likely be rolled into IRAs and the DOL is wants to uh, have rules uh, associated with that money to make sure that the clients are taken care of. Okay, now when they say clients are taken care
2: of, what is the current state? I mean, wh- why do they need rules? What is wrong with the current situation? Well, it's funny you say According that, to the DOL, well,
0: funny you say that because I you know, as a CFA charter holder and being that ethics is is up there as a top part of that whole program uh, I've always considered myself a fiduciary and always consider myself putting my client ahead of myself. And that's the way it should be uh, in every aspect of life, I believe. Uh, but unfortunately, there, there are sometimes uh, bad people. And, and I think these people need to uh, – the, uh, there needs to be regulations to make sure that at least those people with money in IRAs are taken care of, and there are not certain products and, and high-fee type products that may, uh, may they may be taken advantage of.
2: Now, when you say high-fee products, is, is that really the underlying issue here, that products that would benefit the seller, let's say with a commission, are sometimes recommended and the Department of Labor wants you to be able to say legally that you're a fiduciary and that the product is either good for the client or the client
0: should stay away? Right, well, uh, the, the, the ruling, uh, and it's being looked at, so we don't exactly know everything yet. But the way I see it is that we want to make sure that the products are what's best for the client. And the great thing about what I do is, is I help my clients understand all the risks that are associated with retirement and with getting to retirement. Uh, that when they get there, they they have everything they need to be able to uh, create the income they require when they retire. Right. But can but can just a just a point, and
2: then we'll go on. But sure. it, it can. Uh, the client now can ask anybody who is uh soliciting their business are you a fiduciary correct i mean it's a it's
0: a specific term and it has legal implications sure sure they can ask that and and uh myself being an advisor and and a uh, fee based meaning i i charge a fee for the assets i manage uh i am a fiduciary i'm held to that higher standard uh, I think in this instance, again, it's being reviewed, so I don't know all the details because it's a very large document. And I didn't. You didn't get real- through the thousand pages I, I last night, right? Well, I, I I fell asleep halfway through. <laughs> uh,
2: all right. So, uh, given this, will you do you believe that there'll be a change in the financial industry? The smaller firms will be forced to consolidate uh, in order to defer the cost of these new rules.
0: Well, um, I, I think uh, unfortunately, what what might happen. Uh, well, speculation, of course, is that maybe the, the little investor might get hurt in the end because the, the costs involved might be too great to take care of those people, which is unfortunate because those are the people who need the most help. Let's turn our attention now to retirement, particularly in
2: a low-yield environment. You must be getting a lot of calls or a lot of questions uh, from people about how are they going to live when you know you've got – what is it, the tenure today – 1.86 percent. Right. If you want to go out even longer to 30 years, you'll get 2.71 percent. What kind of questions? What kind of issues are
0: you dealing with? Well, the big issue, as is I see um, now and going forward, is is uh, there used to be uh, pensions? People used to receive pensions. Defined
2: benefit. Defined plans. benefit plans.
0: And and you know, once upon a time, uh, people lived happily ever after. And now, what I find is that uh, when I read, when I used to, my daughter doesn't like me reading her books anymore, but when I used to read her books, the fairy tales used to end in living happily ever after. And now that, unfortunately, because of pensions really disappearing and the individual needing to take better care of their own retirement plan and throw in it the biggest risk that we have right now is that we're all living longer. That's the, the longevity risk. So all of these risks uh, are are pointing towards a, a more difficult environment, especially when there's low interest rates. Uh, and what happens is, unfortunately, is there are certain types of, of uh, strategies that people can implement uh, that can help them, uh, reduce the amount of risk they're taking. In it as well as reduce taxation. So uh, as I always tell people, I can't control the market. I don't know where it's going to go. We know we have to have a diversified portfolio, but what we can control is the amount of risk we take and the amount of taxes that we may pay in retirement. And if we can do those correctly, then uh, they can actually have a higher uh, net after-tax cash flow in retirement, and not have to worry about interest rates.
2: And does that involve what things like life insurance or annuities? I mean, what kind it, of cash? It, it, involves, it
0: involves all of the above. Uh, every every. And situ- it depends on the case, on the yeah, person. Yeah, every that's that's the whole deal. Every situation is different, and we need to analyze each situation, look at how much uh, how many assets they have, and determine the the type of income that they require in retirement. Can you, can you outline what, what are some of the big mistakes that people make when they,
2: when they look at their financial planning for retirement?
0: Well, the first mistake most people do is, is, is they, they don't save enough. It's as simple as that. If people would just budget better and save more, they would have more. In retirement. Now, the other big mistake people make is they take too much risk. I mean, we look at the uh, the interest rate environment. Of course, it's forcing some people. Uh, I see this every day when I meet people, and they say, "Well, I, I need a higher rate of return. Where do I go?" And they end up taking a lot of risk. There's people that are in their 60s and 70s who are, you know, invested too heavily in the stock markets because they need that that rate of return to uh, to generate that income that they require. Now, I
2: understand that uh, in, in a previous life, uh, you managed money on an institutional level for MacKay and Shields. Correct. Uh, what did you learn? What did you take away from, the, from that experience, how the market works that you're able to
0: apply now uh, on a retail side? Well, the, the one big thing that I've learned from that aspect, from institutional side, is first of all, I, I, I dealt with the international equity markets on the developed side. And that is really a very – should be a very small part of everyone's uh, financial strategy, if you will. So it's, it's just a little piece. So what that has taught me was when I look at a person's entire balance sheet. Uh, We need to invest it properly and have a diversified portfolio for sure, but we need to have other things in that strategy that are going to help benefit them down the road, both on a risk and tax perspective. I want
2: to get your thoughts now on the current investment environment. Uh, If you take a look right now, uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average year-to-date, you're up 2.5%. S&P 500, you've got a gain of maybe 2%. What do you see for stocks the rest of the year? What, What are the big
0: issues? Oh well, the rest of the year it's such short term. I'm, I'm a longer term person. But, all right, so but take, no, take a longer term view. But, but, but I mean, the way I see it right now, sitting here, is obviously we see all the data coming out. We see GDP numbers not so great, half a percent. Yeah, we see uh, earnings reports not so great for the most part, uh, unless see, you're Amazon.com. All right, well, there are except, you know, always exceptions. Well, I right. buy, I buy things from there, uh, but the issue here is that going forward, it might be that we're a little, little ahead, of, ahead of ourselves and. A, a a pullback um, may you know may happen should happen I mean I, I markets don't go straight up and really we've had a a decent market run for the last few years and of course since the Fed stopped intervening with uh, with with uh, QE the markets have been kind of flattish to down so uh, we'll see what happens I, I think longer term we have a lot of issues uh, and maybe we'll get through the election year and we'll see what what the, the new president brings to the table what about bonds. Uh, you see people pounding
2: the table saying buy treasuries or what, what's the what's the outlook there?
0: See if you go if you go back to the early '80s, uh, it made sense to to buy bonds when rates were so high. I remember I had a paper route in the early '80s and I was uh, putting my money in the bank at 13, 14 percent in CDs. Uh, but unfortunately, that that situation has That's changed. Nostalgia, man, that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> right. So with the low with rates where they are, I, I can't see how. Bonds can perform much more. Uh, again, traditional bonds. I mean, there might be some places to invest in, in floating rate notes or or other inflation protected or something if people want to obviously take less risk. And that's also uh, just a piece of, of the overall strategy. It's important to, for people to understand that.
2: Thank you very much for spending time with us. So, Noel Goldfarb, financial advisor, National Financial Network on new fiduciary rules and. Planning for your retirement. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox and this is Bloomberg Radio.